This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. This season, without ghosts, is, oh, you got Mary J. Blige. You got all these new people. And I didn't think Tariq could carry it because I wasn't feeling Tariq from Power. I couldn't stand him. And now I'm rooting for him. I don't know how this happened, but he's here, y'all. Michael Rainey Jr. is joining me on the Karen Hunter Show. Welcome, brother. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Listen, uh, first of all, um, you have a, uh, is that a gaming chair? Are you a video? Are you a video game enthusiast? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I am. For sure. What is what is your what is it? Call to Duty? What are you a Fortnite? Who are you? What are you doing? I play all types of games, honestly. But right now, it's definitely Call of Duty. The Cold War just came out, so I'm on that heavy. Um, I play I play 2K, of course. You know, basketball 2K. I play 2K. Um, I like racing games too. I like car games, like The Crew. I like Forza. I like all types of car games, stuff like that. But I play every type of game. You know, GTA. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, I see you. I see you. I see you. So let me go back to my original statement of not Tariq. I could not. You were petulant, disrespectful, just, oh my goodness. I was like, can they just get rid of him already? Why did the other twin have to be, you know, I was like, I was feeling that, you know what I'm saying? I was really, I understand. and I'm, and now I'm I'm rooting for you, which means that you must be an incredible actor because you have because I, I, I usually don't get turned around so quickly, sir. So tell me about your ability to, to do that. Man, um, honestly, like I, I, I would give the credit to the writers as well, because, you know, they they know how to write things so smoothly and just kind of they, they made that switch. You know, I, I don't know how they did it, but um, I mean, Tariq, you know, he's growing up now, so he's not really acting off of being upset at his family no more. You know what I'm saying? He's kind of, he's acting off of, you know, just being able to make, well, not being able to, but having to, you know, take care of his family. You know what I'm saying? He has to take care of mom. He has to take care of Yasmin. He got to take care of his grandmother as well. So he's in the streets trying to get the money for the lawyer and all types of stuff. So he, he he's working right now. You know, he, he has the responsibilities of a grown man for his responsibility. But he's he's responsible and smooth with it. Like, you know, when as he was growing up, we were like, he's making some really bad decisions. All <laughs> every decision he made was bad. Like he didn't get everybody in trouble. Now you're getting everybody out of trouble. Mm-hmm. It's it's like like I said, he was just acting off of being upset. And you know, when you act off of emotions, a lot of stuff will go bad. So now he's, you know, he's 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 smart now. You know, he's thinking before he does what he does. And and, you know, he has to think about his family before he does what he does. So that's definitely what he's doing is making sure he's putting his family first. All right. Let's let's talk about family. Michael Rainey Jr. You grew up in Staten Island. They call that Strong Island. Is that what they call that? The Shaolin? Is that where Wu-Tang's from? Where do they call that? Shaolin, yeah. That's, that's yeah. Wu-Tang is from, yep. Shout out yeah. to Wu-Tang. Shout out to Method Man. Shout out to Davis McLean. <laughs> Getting my mama out of jail, man. <laughs> yes. Oh, wait. I didn't even make that connection. So... Yeah, Method Man plays the the. Did you know him before? Did did I mean, y'all did y'all bond over Staten Island? I mean, we 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 were pretty familiar with each other, like, I, cause like, you know, Staten Island is super small, and him and my father, like, they, black, wait, hold on, you have to make the distinction: Black Staten Island, Black Staten Island, is very small, yeah, for sure. different thing. Yeah, yes, it definitely is two different things. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. But um, yeah, Black Staten Island is definitely very small, and like my father and Method Man, their their neighborhoods were parallel to each other, so. 
met them. It was in Park Hill. My dad was in Stapleton, so they were pretty familiar with each other. And I also played um, football in the same league as met the man's son, so we so we definitely got some history. I'm cool with his son to this day. So yeah, shout out to met the man, shout out to Ray, shout out to all of them. What what high school Wagner? What Staten Island was known for good football in high school. Well, back back then, I, I think it was Wagner. That was the that was the good football um football school. But now it's Curtis. Now Curtis. Curtis High School is going crazy. Yeah, I used to I used to cover high school sports for the Daily News, and I spent way too many uh days Saturday on uh Staten Island. <laughs> yeah. Not my favorite borough, but you know, but it produced some really good things. So I just want to say that. Yeah, it's You're not my favorite. Yeah, it also has uh, like a, a, a racial vibe oh, that I, I could never contend with. Oh, it is so racist in Staten Island. It's disgusting. But, you know, it's racism everywhere, but Staten Island is bad. I witnessed that from from a young age, you know, playing in, playing in basketball leagues. You witnessed that. Like, they literally dismantled our whole team because we was the only team in the league that had all black players and we were undefeated and they dismantled our whole team. Like it was crazy. We made it to the championship with five players, with six players actually. But yeah, it's hard for blacks on Staten Island. I'm not going to lie. So what does that do to you? You're 20 growing up um, in that environment. Um, I know your parents shielded you from a lot of it and put you in a lot of activities, which is how you got into acting. But mm-hmm. were you, were you conscious of, you know, what they were doing, insulating you from? Trust me. Staten Island, like, it, it, it's so bad because, like, the racism is so obvious, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's bad because I noticed this from when, from when I was 11 years old, you know what I'm saying? I noticed, like, you know, this, is, this isn't normal. Like what, like, what are they doing? Like, obviously, now I understand it on, like, a different level because, like, I'm, you know, I'm witnessing it way different now. But before, it's just, like, I look back to before, I'm like, damn, like, they was really doing this. And I was just like, damn, like, I don't know how this is even like flying back then. Like, how is this flying? Now it's just like, I don't know, man. It, it's, it's definitely bad, but you know, we're strong. So, I'm yes, that, that is true. That is true. All yeah. right. <laughs> Tell me, Mr. Rainey Jr., um, how has your life changed since, since this power thing? Because yeah. power became a thing. And I'm sure when you booked the, booked the uh, series, you didn't know what it was going to be. I mean, I had no clue what it would be, especially the role that I, you know, that I had gotten. Like, it was small, you know, reoccurring, you know, I was high and by kind of character. So I definitely wasn't expecting it, you know, to turn into something so big like this. But it definitely changed my life, like, in like incredibly. So shout out to Courtney Kemp, shout out to 50 Cent, because yeah, I changed my life 100%. But now it's just like, you know, I'm kind of just in a position to where I could, you know, inspire kids my age that want to do the same thing or, you know, even do something else. Like I could just inspire them. I could take care of my people around me. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that. Like just being in that position to where you could, you know, help people around you and even help people that's not around you. There's just people that look at you and look at the stuff that you do. It's just like, it's a blessing. So just being in this position, I appreciate it. You know, that's, that's the big, biggest change, biggest change. When, when did you know too? When did you know? Okay. So it went from a high and by character. You had the, the, the sisters, you were in and out. When did they come to you and say, you know, Tariq's going to be a major character? Um, it was, I would say season three is when they gave me, an, um, they gave me the new, my my character, like, Breakdown. And I read it and I was like, okay, I, I never got a character in Breakdown before, you know what I'm saying? So, like, okay, this is cool. So, 
I feel like season three is kind of when everything started, like, you know, picking up. And that's when that's when I started hanging out with um with Kanan in the show. That's when Tariq started hanging out with Kanan. That's when everybody started, you know, hating Tariq. So after that, after season three, season four, season five, season six, it was just like my my life just changed. You know what I'm saying? My workload got crazier. You know, my schedule got crazy. I had to start waking up earlier. Um, especially when I turned 18, it got crazy because that's when they started, you know, they could keep me on set for however long they want. So when I turned 18, it was definitely a big change. But, you know, just just the, the growth from, you know, season one to now is just it's crazy. And I, it's honestly unbelievable. I keep looking back at it like, damn, I, I really went through this. I did this. It's crazy worst um reaction that people had to you because you know sometimes people can't distinguish between uh acting in real life and people actually think you might be Tariq mm-hmm. oh man it, it, it's a few I'm not gonna lie it's a few crazy encounters but um it was just one encounter I think this was like season four I think it was season four and I was walking out of a party with my friends and someone had like walked up to me and tried to like push me like yo why did you um why did you let your sister die and like I was in shock because I'm like yo fans are this crazy and my friends they was just all, like they all just grouped up when they was about to like you know they was about to put some hands on them I was like yo chill like I understand like it's a show like you know like people they're gonna react I mean obviously you took it a little too far you know like but you know I can't beat him up you know what I'm saying he's a fan you know mm-hmm. No, you, no, you cannot. You, you're way too rich now, sir. You're way too rich. We're talking with Michael Rainey Jr. Uh, he plays Tariq on Power Book Two, Ghost. Your your first big check because the I'm sure the checks changed as well, didn't they? Yeah, definitely. Right. What, what did you? What What's the craziest thing you spent money on since you um, became craziest thing I spent money on? I'll say my cars. Like those are my my big. Wait, he friends. said. Wait, hey, hey, y'all. He said cars with an S. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say my. I would say my car. Like I'm a car guy. Like I'm a car enthusiast. Like I love cars. Like like the parts, the engine. Like I'm like I'm all into stuff like that. All right, what wh- what's your favorite car right now? My favorite car right now. Um, my favorite car it will always be a Lamborghini. But my favorite car right now, yeah, it's a Lamborghini. Lamborghini Huracan Performante. Spider, that's that's like that's my dream car. That's what I want right there. Okay. But ever since I seen Fifty Cent in the blue Lamborghini Murcielago when I was little, Lamborghinis, those was my cars. Like, ever since then, that was it right there. Like I, I need a Lamborghini. So, All right, but that might not be a wise purchase at this point. Uh, so so what what what's your practical car that you're driving around in? Um, that you like? I wouldn't say it's too practical, but it is pretty practical. But like my daily, daily car is the uh, GLC 63, you know, Mercedes. It's, it's a nice okay. car. All right. Yeah. That's like, nice. I thought it, that's nice. And then I got like my car car is uh, a BMW M850 A Series. That's my car. Like I love that car. That's the little baby right there. But I love them both the same because like they have like certain <laughs> things about them. You know what I'm saying? Like the Beamer, it drives just so perfect. But then the Benz, like, it's just comfortable to me, you know. So I don't know. I can't choose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't go cross country in the beamer because you'll have a stiff neck. The Mercedes, <laughs> will, the Mercedes will get you there in comfort and style. Uh all right. So how has your life changed with your mom with your family? Like, do they cause I'm always you know, you you were the same guy before, and then all of a sudden you're famous. 
Right. <laughs> you know, now I'm imagining you have a, a regular black mama, so she's not phased by this. She's not like, you know, she's not, she's not catching a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you still got to do chores. You, I'm, I'm imagining that she's keeping you grounded. Oh, yeah, for sure. 100%. My mom don't play that. One thing about my mom, she does not play that nonsense. Like, she, she's going to make sure I stay humble until until I'm 99 years old, even if she's not here when I'm 99 years old, she's gonna make sure I'm humble. So shout out to my mom for keeping me grounded because she she knows how important it is, you know, cause you can't really, especially in this business, you can't lose your head, you know what I'm saying? You have to keep your head on, on your shoulders, you know what I'm saying? Keep a level head and, and stay grounded because you know, your personality and your ego could definitely get the best of you. And people, that happens to a lot of people and that, that, that's not gonna be my downfall. I don't not want that to be my downfall. I mean, this is your your biggest role, your first, really your first big role. And, you know, we didn't know whether it was going to, you know, I guess you knew, but we didn't know the fans, whether it was going to come back. And then then COVID happened. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm in four episodes. I'm like, what, what's up? Where's power? Yeah. You know, so I, had to, I caught up on Sunday. So I'm all caught up. Mary J. Blige on there is everything I didn't know I wanted and needed. You mm-hmm. got two love interests. You got a um a, a professor that has a sex addiction, which is weird. And you got, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with that. You got basketball. You're doing people's homework. You got a lot of stress on you. And your mama's in jail. Your yep. mama's in jail. And then they're trying to, you, they trying to put the case on you now. Yep. You see you see how, how Saxon and, and Davis, they just try to flip on me like that, right? It's crazy. Yeah. No, it's not, it's not right. It's not right. But I figured, though, Michael, that you're going to survive this. I'm figuring that you're going to survive it. I feel like Tariq, you know, he's smarter than everyone thinks he, you know, than everyone thinks. So I feel like, you know, when he reads a situation, he knows exactly what he needs to do to, you know, to get through that situation and, and, and stay on top and, you know, be be the man he needs to be. So Tariq got you. Okay. So are you guys back to filming? Have um, you finished the season? We, fin- we finished season one, yes, completely. Um, season two, we're about to be back. I'm not exactly sure. It's going to be crazy. I can't even talk about how crazy it's going to be. I don't even no, you cannot. Did you get the script? You got the script already. You already know what's going to happen? No, nah, we didn't get the script. We didn't get nothing yet. So I don't even know. Even if I did know, I couldn't even tell. I was going to say, I don't believe you. Trust <laughs> me. I, I would have told you. I would have told you if I got the script. I would have told you if I got okay. the script. All right. All right. All right. What do you want? What role would you want to play that, you know, Tariq is a role that you didn't see coming. You didn't know how big it was going to be. And in many ways, I think Michael Rainey Jr., your your acting created this space, this opportunity for you. Your 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 style, your flow created this opportunity. Is there a role out there that you want to play that you are eyeing right now? I'm not gonna lie. I've been playing um like I just got the PS5, so I've been playing um Spider-Man a lot. So I've been playing the Miles Morales and like, yo, like that character is fire. Like, like I'm watching like, usually when I play games, like I kind of skip through like all the cinematic scenes and stuff like that. But with this game, like, I don't know why, but the character that plays Spider-Man is super fire. Like he's mad cool. So like, I just been watching it. I'm like, yo, like, I like this kid. Like he's a young kid, you know what I'm saying? Like he's mad innocent, but he's out here saving the world. So it's like, it's, it's dope. I, I, I would definitely love to be like Miles Morales for sure. I'll be in the gym getting athletic to be Spider-Man, you know, swinging through the <laughs> I love it. I love it. Who is your, like, and I didn't get your origin story. So tell me how you got into acting. 
man, acting like this story is honestly crazy because like it goes to show how like when you want to do something, even if you like, even if you don't pursue it, like it could just just fall in your lap, type kind of thing. Because when I was little, like I was always watching TV, you know what I'm saying, like Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, like stuff like that. And I'm like, damn, like this looks mad fun. Like being an actor looks super fun. And I'm like, I kind of want to be an actor one day. Like I, I always said that when I used to watch TV. And then like, but I never really pursued it. Like you know what I'm saying. I just was like, you know, I just want to be an actor. Like it looks fun. But one day I was just in the city with my mom, and we was I don't know what we were doing that day, but we were walking through the city. And a lady named Gina from Generations, a child agency, she saw she saw us and like she just walked up to my mom. She's like, "Do you have like a few minutes to talk?" She's like, "Your son, he has like, a good face. Like, does he act? Like, does he do like any type of modeling or anything?" And my mom was like, "No, like he's never been into anything like that." So they were chopping it up for a little bit, and then um, the same week we ended up going to the office, you know, talking to the rest of you know the staff or whatever the, the agency. And then the same week they got me auditions for like Price Choppers, like. Um, some print work for Target, um, T-Mobile, no, not, not T-Mobile, AT&T commercial, like stuff like that, like, you know, little things. And then I did Sesame Street and then I did like a small role in Roll and Order. But the one thing that I did, that this was like basically what kind of started everything. I did a music video for an Italian singer and the music video went crazy in Italy on MCB. So like there's an Italian director, um, his name is Silvio Muccino. He's Gabriel Muccino's brother. Gabriel Muccino, he directed... Um, pursuit of happiness and stuff like that so like you know they're pretty pretty you know big names so Silvio Muccino I don't know how he found my mother all the way from Italy like he sent her an email like yo I saw your son in this music video I'm doing a movie and I need him to be my Charlie like Charlie was was the role that I played in the movie and like yeah they contacted my mom they reached out and we ended up going to Italy for like 10 days you know to meet everyone and kind of like get used to Italy and everything and then we went home packed up even more stuff and went back to Italy and I ended up living there for a year and three months. So like wow. I, was, I was there for a while, just getting used to Italy and everything. And then I filmed my first movie in full Italian out there. It was crazy. Like I learned full Italian. So say something. Oh wait, say um. Oh, give me a spoiler in Italian. <laughs> no, because they gonna translate. They gonna translate. All right, all right, all right, all right. In Italian, which of the girls, the, the, the two girls that like you on mm. it, two young ladies that like uh, Tariq on the show. In Italian, which one, don't tell me who you're going to end up with, which one would Michael end up with? Mm. Michael. Ore. Ore. Lord. I don't know, though. It's like, it's tough. Cause Diana, she got the, she got the streets to her too. You know what I'm saying? Like she's like kind of innocent, but she's like in the streets. You know, so it's like, it's cool. You know, and then like Lauren, like she's a schoolgirl, but like I feel like she kind of has like a mysterious, mysterious kind of twist to her, like to her character. I don't know. I feel but like you do know, but you know, you know that I she has. Know. I feel like I really, I feel like there's really something playing me out that I don't know yet, and I feel like they're gonna switch that on and hit me with it and I'm like and I'm like damn I was kind of expecting this but I wasn't expecting it. I don't know but back hmm. to the, let me tell you something this is this is one thing I love saying because it's like it makes no sense but non posso parlare in italiano perché non so uh, le parole perché ho dimenticato so basically I'm saying I can't speak Italian no more because I forgot all of my words and yeah. <laughs> 
I heard uh, por qué, because that sounds like Spanish. That's because. Yeah. And then Americano, I, I understood that. I got two words out of that sentence, but it was, it sounded amazing. You, you could, you, I see you, I see you, I see you. All right, all right. So Power Book Two, uh, Ghost, season finale. Uh, what's gonna happen? Season finale. <laughs> I, I tried it. I tried it. You caught me. What I can tell you. I What's going to happen is y'all are going to be at the edge of your seats like, what the hell is going on? That's one thing I know for sure is going to happen because it's going to be hectic, super hectic. Uh, you, you are wearing me out. and uh, But I'm, I'm grateful that I like you now, you know, because when, when <laughs> you like I had the opportunity. Yeah, because I was like, I don't want to talk to him, Tariq, <laughs> but I like Tariq now. And I'm root, I'm, I'm rooting for you to win. And all sacks got to go down and his... Nasty uh, niece. Yeah, right. Yeah. Your, let me just tell y'all though, because you know this is a time of heavy, you know, racial unrest. Your yeah. white friend, your your friend, your white boyfriend is ride or die. Oh yeah, that and, boy and, not gonna play. No, nah, and so I just wanted, you know, he out there selling drugs for you and uh, <laughs> getting getting snatched up. Oh, I love his devotion and his loyalty, which just goes to show you when it all is said and done, all this other stuff is nonsense. That's the that, that's the goal. You know, what you guys have is a friendship. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Is people, at the end of the day, everybody's a human. Everyone is the same. Bro. Nobody is different. Nobody's better than each other. Nobody is worse. Everyone is the same. Everyone breathes the same air. Everyone cries. Everyone bleeds. Everyone, everyone does the same stuff. Like, everyone is the same. This equality stuff needs to be, I don't know. Like, I don't understand what's so hard to understand that we're all equal. Y'all need to stop tripping with this racist stuff, and I'm tired of it. I, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Well, Mr. Rainey, uh, please come back next season uh, and give us some more insight. Not that you told us what's going to happen, but... <laughs> All right, so we're going to be on the edge of our seat and something's going to happen. We don't know what, but there is a season two, so we at least know that that's going to happen. So thank you. I appreciate you coming. Make that call and I'll be here. All right, and when you get when you get booked as Miles Morales, come here first. Oh, yeah, I'm going to let you know. I'm going to be like, yo, I got it. <laughs> I know that you will. I appreciate you. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yes, Michael Rainey Jr., y'all. Check him out. <laughs>